What an unbelievable scene here. The Rams just won the Super Bowl. We thought it was going to come down to the wire, and it did. What's up, everybody? I'm Andrew Hawkins. And I'm Joe Thomas. And this is the minicast of the Tom and Hawk football show recorded directly after the Super Bowl. Okay, we are owning this. Typically, we have 10 minutes for five stories from around the league. Joe is literally in transit from SoFi Stadium. I just got home fighting through traffic. So we're just going to wing this and bring you guys in on the action. Number one, congrats to the Los Angeles Rams who are Super Bowl champions. Cooper Cup was unstoppable on the game-winning drive. And Aaron Donald did exactly what Aaron Donald does, which is dominate at the right time. Joe, give me your main reaction from the Super Bowl after watching the LA Rams come back and beat the Cincinnati Bengals. So my main reaction right now is that I've got a contact high because I'm in Snoop's green room right here after he (laughs) had the most amazing halftime show of all time. Uh, They had a big party and celebration right next to our NFL Network green room. And it was amazing. But the big reaction is the game unfolded exactly how most people expected and exactly how most Cincinnati Bengals fans like you and I feared because the pass rush won out in the end. Aaron Donald and company had seven sacks on the Mm -hmm. night and they were able to finish the game just as Joe Coolborough was writing his Super Bowl sweetheart story marching down the field with an opportunity ah. to tie or win the game. And Aaron Donald comes up big. He beats the left guard for a huge hit, and he's able to almost sack Joe Burrow. Joe Burrow just kind of throws a little desperation pass out there. It had no chance on fourth down, and the game was over. That was it. I mean, that was a perfect recap, Joe. That wasn't really an opinion. You just gave a recap of what happened, and we all watched the game. But still, we appreciate it. But you're right. Aaron Donald was going to be the difference maker, and that's exactly – what happened down the stretch. We knew that the Bengals had a chance that we were so close as Cincinnati Bengals fans. I mean, we could smell it, but Aaron Donald, again, he's the best player in all of football. And he showed that in those moments, just the way he did in the NFC championship game, when they needed a play, when the game was on the line, they relied on the guy, the homegrown, Mm -hmm. the best player on their team and in the NFL, Aaron Donald to make a play. Was there anybody in this game that you were disappointed in Joe? I don't think so. I mean, to me, honestly, you saw all the stars playing good and living up to like that moment that we all thought that they would be able to possibly have. I think just Joe Burrow not getting that opportunity to have that moment because of the way the pass rush heated up in the second half. Um, but even when you look at maybe what you would say was disappointing from a Bengals standpoint, right? They gave up seven sacks uh, of Joe Burrow. You got to say a lot of that in the second half was. Joe Burrow holding on the ball a little bit longer, trying to force the football down the field to make those plays, which they were making. I mean, they were in control of this game. They had everything they wanted right there. Um, And if it weren't for the greatest defensive player in history, maybe one of the greatest NFL players in history, Aaron Donald, being able to change the game like he's done so many times. Like Joe Burrow is probably hoisting that Super Bowl trophy with that Super Bowl MVP. I mean, you're talking about it. So the Rams win the Super Bowl. They take the polar opposite track that the Cincinnati Bengals do to even getting there where they go all in. They mortgage their future in draft picks to say, hey, we're going for a win now with solidified stars. And it works. So, Joe, do you think that this trend is going to continue on and permeate throughout the NFL? And also, do you think the Rams can duplicate this with so much stress against the cap as well as guys being up in free agency and having to give guys new contracts? 
Well, it's a copycat league, Hawks. So teams are going to see this approach and they're going to try to duplicate it. But it's not something that's easy. You can't just go to a Tiffany store and go pick a Matt Stafford off the shelf. Like there's a lot of teams in the NFL that wish they had quarterback play like Matthew Stafford because he's one of the best quarterbacks in the NFL. And if you don't have that guy, you can't really compete for a championship. However, mm-hmm. it's not just a matter of putting it in your cart in the Amazon with the buy it now. Like those things are difficult to come by. And so there was a little bit of luck in the Rams being able to put together this roster the way they had, especially when you talk about, you know, Matthew Stafford. Then all of a sudden, midway through the season, Odell Beckham's on the street. You can add him to the roster, right? When Robert Woods gets hurt. So I think NFL teams are going to try to go this approach and maybe give up draft picks because draft picks have become basically a shake of the dice. The certainty of picking a draft pick is way less than if you pick up a veteran guy like an Odell Beckham or a Von Miller, guys like that, where Mm -hmm. you know exactly how you can fit them together. And with the advent of analytics and how, You've seen these really super smart, savvy coaches like Sean McVay understand exactly the puzzle pieces that he needs on his team. It makes sense to go out and get these very specific fits that you know you're going to be able to fit into your team. And if you get them, you feel very good about potentially winning a championship. And I think about a team like the Browns. I think about the Bengals. I think about the Lions. Like, what would you be willing to give up for a single Super Bowl? Are you willing to have a difficult future with salary cap implications and very few draft picks to be able to get that Super Bowl. And I think the answer is yes, because it means so much to a city. It means so much to a franchise forever. You're forever a Super Bowl champion. Well, on the other side of the ball, the Bengals, to your point, I don't think they follow that strategy because they have such a young nucleus that is so good. So thinking about them in next year, we know that they're going to add to their O-line, which we all knew was going to be the thing that made the difference, the thing that was probably going to decide whether they won the Super Bowl or not, how do they get better? We know they address the O-line, but you have Jamar Chase, you have T. Higgins, who put on the national stage how good and how much of a number one option he really could be if given the opportunity. You have Tyler Boyd, you have Joe Mixon, you have Joe Burrow, you have that young defense. They're going to get better in the O-line. Do you expect the Cincinnati Bengals to be there again next year come Super Bowl time? Well, I definitely think they're going to be competing, and it's because the guy who's under center, like... We just talked about the Rams and how they went the free agent trade route with Matthew Stafford at quarterback. But those guys, they're hard to find like that. And it's the same thing with Joe Burrow. Like finding a quarterback in the draft is not that easy. And to find a guy like Joe Burrow is about one in a million. But once you have that guy, you're competing every single season. So I think where do the Bengals go from here? How do they improve? Obviously, pass protection was a big issue. So they got to work on adding to their offensive line. But anytime you're able to keep a nucleus together that's good like this, that's young, that's newish in an offense and a defensive system, just giving them another year of experience. As long as you're pushing them in practice, you're pushing them in the offseason to get better, which I think Zach Taylor is a good coach, and he'll be able to do that. They're going to just naturally be better, even if it's the same group that's coming back. Listen, Joe, your audio sucks. And I want all the fans listening to this. We know his audio sucks. There's a lot going on in the background. He's at the Super Bowl. You're hearing sights and sounds directly from SoFi Stadium. Now, we talked about the game. We know the Rams won. We know I'm pissed off that the Cincinnati Bengals lost. Joe is in Snoop Dogg's green room right now. The best part, I don't know how you watched the game, Joe. We didn't see each other while we were there. But I bounced around from suite to suite. I was with Leonardo DiCaprio. I was with Kevin Hart. I was with uh, LeBron James. I was with uh, Naomi Osaka. And we watched that halftime performance together. I don't know who anybody voted for uh, Super Bowl MVP. 
I don't care who you think your X Factor was. I think all the damn awards should go to Dr. Dre, 50 Cent, Eminem, Mary J. Blige, Kendrick Lamar, because I don't, there was not a single play that had us as rocking as that damn Super Bowl halftime performance. And I gotta feel like you agree, Joe. Even though you're a big, tall, white guy from Wisconsin, you had to respect the legend that was on that stage, right? Yeah, I mean, you watched that Super Bowl performance, and obviously, if you're a bigger fan of the music that you heard, you're gonna like it a little bit more, but I don't care who you are. My grandma, she watched that Super Bowl halftime, and she goes, that was a good show. Mm. Like, it made everybody happy. Yep. You were smiling when that thing was over, and even Evan McPherson, the Bengals kicker, he didn't even go in the locker room. He was too excited to see the halftime show. <laughs> he sat on the bench and watched it. He was sure he was going to make his kicks. He didn't have to worry about that. He was just worried about catching that halftime show. Exactly. All right, well, listen. Joe's audio is terrible. He has to fight through traffic from SoFi Stadium to get back to Wisconsin. That was an incredible Super Bowl. That does it for this version of the Tom and Hawk Football Show minicast. Don't forget to add the Tom and Hawk Football Show flash briefing in your Alexa app and then tell Alexa, play my flash briefing to hear the Monday minicast through your Echo device. So Joe, take us out. Talk yourself!